Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Today, I want to continue to discuss the ways in which you walk towards your financial emancipation. And I want to highlight today, for those of us who are participating in the April No Shopping Challenge, you are really, really on your way to completing 30 days of no shopping. So today is April 24th. That means we have six days left, less than a week left to complete the 30 day no shopping challenge. This challenge has brought about so, such great conversation, has really, really helped in, um, with many people who are just like focusing on their finances. And I've heard back from another participant who said she feels good about the fact that she hasn't been shopping, not name, not because she saved money, which she did, or because she you know, is, is actually participating in completing the challenge, but because she's realizing that she has the option when she shops. She doesn't necessarily need to just go with any impulse. She can decide and she can also decide to make better purchases. So by m- making less of the frivolous purchases, you get to really focus in on the really good purchases that you do want to make and actually are able to kind of funnel your finances towards the things that you actually want and you want to spend a little bit more money on. So that really is a great, great thing. So that's um, six more days left. We're almost there, um, less than a week. So, I mean, it sounded like a lot when we started, but here we are. So this is excellent. So speaking of shopping, today I want to talk about credit cards, credit card usage and credit card utilization. So this is a topic that could have a whole week's worth of podcasts. Much of your of your finances as an adult are att- it's attached to your usage of credit. There are times when um, adults have phases in which they either damage their credit probably early in their in their teens and 20s. Maybe they're able to rebound. There are times sometimes again, they ebb and flow where they damage their credit again by overutilization of credit. So I talk constantly about balancing your life and balancing um, your finances on the backs of credit is a dangerous game that credit can be used to overextend your lifestyle and allow you to live a life that you can't afford and that you have to be very mindful and always use the term know thyself, know yourself when it comes to credit. Everyone is not able to have credit because they cannot resist the temptation to actually use it. And when credit is used to buy and spend on things you cannot afford, it is a recipe for a debt disaster for which you will drown in. And so you have to know yourself. You have to know yourself. You have to know your ability to have self-control. A lot of times that there are times when credit is given to people at the most inopportune times, particularly um, there are times when let's say you're, you're going to make a large purchase and you need to make your credit, you need to get your credit in order. And we had this conversation when we had um, real estate professional Shauna Fowler on the podcast where she talked about, you know, you have to get your your finances in order prior to going to purchase a home. And so a lot of times, if you're working with a real estate professional and a mortgage um, professional, they will talk to you and work with you about reducing um, the debt that you have in order to make yourself a more, um, a more, Uh, a better candidate to receive a mortgage. So a lot of times that has to do with paying off any outstanding debt. And so people will work hard leading up to buying a home to pay their debt down, to increase their credit score so that they can get a better mortgage. And then what happens in that instance is the second they sign the closing paperwork, get the key to the house, they are in a position where they've 
kind of you spent up all of their probably liquid assets in order to get everything down so that they could be approved for this mortgage and at that point they're in need of credit and also at the same time their credit score is good the part that you need to hear is that in that instance what they did for you by helping you get your credit cards down and getting you approved for the mortgage was let you know that you are not able to afford this mortgage if you in fact re retain any debt and so as soon as you get the mortgage and you clear it and you get the house, then the credit card companies start sending you credit cards because you have this great credit score and no credit utilization. And then you begin to obtain the credit because you need it to do whatever you need to do in the home. And at that point, you can find yourself in deep credit card debt again and also struggling financially because what they told you through the paperwork of the mortgage was that you cannot afford this mortgage if you have debt. And so that is a little bit of a, a thing that is not really spoken about. They're not telling you like, listen, not only should you not have debt now, you should never have debt again because based on our calculations and your earnings, you can't afford this mortgage if you have any debt. So keep that in mind um, as, you're, as you're dealing with um, things like that. So then you end up with this credit, card, this credit card debt. And so again, know thyself when it comes to credit card debt. Also, credit card utilization is a key and important factor in your credit score and also just in your ability to maintain um, a good, a healthy financial situation. So when it comes to credit card utilization, um, the, the rule of thumb and standard in most um, people who will discuss personal finance is that you should have 30% credit card utilization. And so that's saying that means credit card utilization means or credit utilization because it's not just on one card, but of the total available credit that you have, your debt on that credit should be, um, your usage of that credit should only amount to 30% of the total amount. So you have a hundred, you have $10,000 worth of available credit. Your debt on that credit should be $3,000 maximum. And so what most people find is that they get credit cards and then they almost particularly max them out. You will see that when you have credit card debt, no matter how much you are paying it off, your credit card, your credit score will remain pretty stubborn and sometimes even drop when your credit scores are almost near maxed out. When I mean, you, excuse me, your credit cards are maxed out. So if you have a credit card that has a $10,000 available credit and you have $9,000 of worth of debt on the credit, you will find that your credit score will suffer for that. Because of the fact that what the credit card utilization is telling your potential creditors is that you use up all of the credit that you've been provided and that you are living beyond your means because you cannot pay it off. And so you must retain a, a, a credit card utilization of 30%. And just as an FYI, people who have an 800 credit score, which is what ideally most people would want, and not many people um, are able to, people achieve it. Sometimes it's hard to stay there, but people who do have 800 credit scores have a 7% credit utilization. So it is, it, it is, important to have credit available credit it's also important to pay down your credit card debts that is a demonstration of good credit because you're borrowing and you're paying back borrowing and paying back so you have to be mindful of your credit card utilization when you are when you are focusing on your overall total finances. I give a few tips on how you should deal with it. A lot of adults have at least $20,000 worth of credit card debt if they accumulate all of their smaller credit cards together. $20,000, it seems like a lot to pay off and it can be overwhelming and people can push back on like the ability to do it, but it can be done. Um, 
at the at the point where you're looking to eliminate your credit card debt or at least get it to be a manageable space, you must in fact begin by stop using your credit cards. And this is a really tough thing for people because a lot of people, and if you're listening to this podcast, and I can tell you from experience, I've done it at different points in my life, and I can I know that people do this, is you are living and extending your lifestyle on credit. You are extending your lifestyle on credit. And so you know that you are doing things that you cannot afford to pay for by using credit. And then you are, and then you are double, double hurting yourself financially by doing so because quite often the credit card interest rate is high. And so you are paying for with the item plus 20%, 18%, sometimes 24%. So you an item that cost you $100 is costing you $124 and so on and so forth as the interest continues to build and that is that is that is not conducive to you know helping your finances or being in a better financial position. It's actually helping to ruin it. So but not only are you utilizing your credit cards to overextend your lifestyle, it's costing you a hell of a lot more money than if you just saved up for expenses that you wanted to incur. So it, 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 it is something that is very dangerous. You must know yourself and know if you, your own capabilities and whether or not that's something that you can manage. And then you have to take, if you're going to deal with your credit, your, excuse me, if you're going to deal with your finances to improve them, you must in fact deal with your debt first. And dealing with your debt is there are four ways, four or five ways you can begin that process is like I said, first of all, stop using the credit cards. Second of all, put your credit cards in order of the highest interest rates, from the highest interest rate to the lowest interest rate. Subsequently, put them in a secondary order with the highest balance to the lowest balance. The first thing you would do is give yourself a small win. You pay off the lowest balance card that you have so that you can have a win. You pay it off. Then from there, you focus on the credit card bill that is the highest balance and highest interest rate. Highest balance, highest interest rate. If the two are not the same, if your credit card bill with the highest balance is not the one with the highest interest rate, focus on the credit card bill that has the highest interest rate. Take the credit card bill with the highest interest rate and you should attack that aggressively while maintaining minimum payments on all of your other credit cards. And attack it aggressively. Put all your discretionary money into paying off that highest credit card debt. So you can get that down and paid off and then you move in order to the next one. Anytime you get additional income, if you get a tax return, if you get um, an influx of cash, any type, anything like that, you take that and you apply it to your highest credit, your highest interest rate credit card debt. You attack this. This sometimes can take years, but it is important and imperative that you do it all the while. You should not be utilizing credit for anything. You should be only focused on paying down the debt and using cash for any purchase that you make. This will force your hand to live within your means. And you're actually going to be living below your means because you're spending some of your means to pay off old things that you purchased when you were living above your means. So this will be a good way for you to show that you do have extra bandwidth. You're going to live within your means, pay off your credit card debt. And when you're done, you're going to go back to the idea that you will maintain 30% credit card utilization or less. So the maximum should be 30%, 30% or less. And, and then you will only use your credit cards for things that you want to buy, you know, in the moment and things that you can pay off with a plan. Um, 
I just went through this with my credit cards. I go through this pretty frequently because sometimes your balance can get, you know, get away from you and you can be paying it. And so I went through, I have two major credit cards. I have an American Express that I use um, very frequently because I like to get my miles and, and things like that. I just recently purchased a, a last minute ticket to um, Las Vegas with my miles. So I utilize my Amex intently for, um, for you, for, for things of large scale purchases. And, um, I have another, I have a mat, uh, two master cards. One has a zero balance and the other one, I, I keep that balance way below 30%. And I rarely use that card. I just kind of use it for, um, to get the, to keep my credit kind of flowing and also to, um, they have a cash back, but for the most part, my main credit card uses my Amex. So I go through the, both of those cards quite often and just look and make sure that the balance is below 30% of the utilization. On the Amex right now, because I made some big large scale purchases of furniture, that is not there. And so right now I'm going through my budget for May and focusing on how I'm going to extract the money so that I can pay down that, de that debt down to below the 30% because I don't want to carry that into another month and have it impact my credit. In addition, um, things like right now, this is tax time. You know, I had to pay a tax bill and all those things. So that impacts my ability to be more aggressive with the card. But I still am putting it in my May budget to get that credit card down, that utilization down, which means other things will have to go a little bit to the side and wait until June so that I can get that down. So this is just the kind of sacrifices that you make. And I would like encourage you that if you have multiple credit cards, go through, do the math, put it on a spreadsheet, put the number of debt in one, do the calculation for 30% and look at the, what your balance should be. And even if you're not looking to pay off your debt, you should be looking to pay it down to at a minimum of the 30% utilization. So that's a good exercise to do. See how, how much debt you would need to pay to get all of your credit cards down to 30% utilization. And it will help improve your credit score and also keep your debt in a manageable space. It will also give you an option to an opportunity to get additional credit because credit card companies look upon that favorably so these are all things that you can use to improve your overall financial health and help you to walk towards your financial emancipation if you haven't already done so please head on over to instagram and follow me at financial emancipation follow me on twitter at fin emancipation follow me on facebook and um, if Facebook is where you should join the Facebook group. It is at Financial Emancipation. The Facebook group is great. We are sharing so many tips. We had a good discussion yesterday about Bitcoin, which is a whole thing that I am learning more about right now. And it, it is an area for which, you know, I'm interested in just knowing another way in which people are utilizing um, investments in different ways. So go on over to um, Facebook. It's at Financial Emancipation. And if you have any questions for me, and remember on Fridays, I do the um, kind of Ask Malik, Ask Financial Emancipation questions on Friday. Friday. So if you have a question that you'd like me to answer on the podcast, please feel free to send me an email at Malik, M-A-L-I-E-K at thefinancialemancipation.com. And if you have um, any, if you have any, anything you'd like to talk to me about, if you would like to have me come speak at a workshop for you or meet with you, do a one-on-one -on -one consultation, again, you can send me an email at Malik at thefinancialemancipation.com. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope you um, will be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.